Hey, this is Tom Gray with This Stuff Matters, the podcast. Thanks for joining us. This episode is for release date February the 7th, and it's part two of our interview with three-time Syracuse Lacrosse National Champion, Kirk Pratt. And if you were with us on the January 31st episode, the first part of this interview, I know you uh, loved it, got a lot out of it, and are looking forward to today. So let's just jump right in and enjoy the rest of this conversation with Kirk Pratt. What what other are there were there any other challenges to the success that you specifically remember? I mean, they talked just coming off this Georgia football repeat. You know that getting one championship is a journey into itself that's difficult in many levels. But then the the attempt to stay on top where you you've been on top is even harder in in some ways. And were there times where you felt like, oh man, we I'm not sure if we're going to be able to, or I mean, there were genuine threats, maybe beyond just that first game or anything you remember just having to really battle through. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think what allowed us to endure it is one, we were spared from what can be the biggest killer is injuries. Mm. Um, we were able to keep that core group together mm-hmm. for the, the span really was the class that I was in mm-hmm. that had the most players on all three of those seasons, but it was challenging. I mean, the, one of the aspects I think of the culture that really helped us kind of work through those things was the relational stuff. Mm. We were always worked real hard in practice, Mm -hmm. coached real hard, but the, the bonding on the team really, it helps smooth out those, those, those bumps along the way. Yeah. You did expect we got the best of every team we played every time right. we played because right. we wanted to be, you yeah. know, they wanted to get knocked down. But, you know, those last three years, we lost one game. Wow. So it was, <laughs> you know, we experienced tough times, but, yeah. Yeah. you know, none that were yeah. not overcomable. Gotcha. So w- winning by single digits was like a bad night. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we never, we ne- we never looked at it like that. Yeah, we yeah. really never did. Yeah. We played the, the one time. It was the thing is, our second. It was a, our second championship year. We played an unranked team down in Long Island, um, Adelphi, and it was a one goal game the whole game. Um, you see it on the yeah. NFL. You know, right. any team can beat any team on any given day. Yeah. And we scratched that out. Yeah. But then it was on to the next game. Right. Um, right. Huh. You know, whatever took to, to win the game. Once the game's over, the game's over. Yeah. Wow. Or right, well, I'd love to, let's just, yeah. that's a good segue to the, I'd love yeah. to hear you talk about some of your other kind of maybe fondest memories yeah. or uh, from that, that have kind of stuck with you. Yeah. Through all the Probably years. the, the most impactful was in 1989, we took an overseas trip to Lockerbie, Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before was a, one of the worst terrorist attacks ever where the, uh, Lockerbie bombing over Scotland, Pan Am Flight 103 was basically blown up out of the air and 270 people were killed. And of that flight, uh, there was 25 Syracuse University students who were traveling abroad. Mm-hmm. So the next year, the following year, and it happened in December during the Christmas time. So the following year, we went to Lockerbie, Scotland, where they had just completed a memorial there. And we got to talk with the Lockerbie Scotland's an extremely small town. And we got to be there, stay with families there, talk to the mayor, see some of 
horrific um, damage that that flight did. And, you know, we learned things that most people didn't know that there's 11 people on the ground from that town who were killed from mm. falling debris. Um, and they had some issues for years that year and, and going forward with just some psychological mm. trauma that these people had experienced. And I think that experience as a player being kind of young and naive and mm. all you're thinking about is yourself. That was very eye-opening, and I think ultimately that really opened up me and where I would go later on. Um, just to, I have a heart of compassion for those people who are hurting, and it was just significant on many levels. But that was probably the most memorable thing that we did. Uh, one of the coolest things we did, the most exciting things we did is after we won the last championship in 1990, we were invited to go to the White House um, <laughs> to meet with President Bush at the time, Bush 41. And so we got the notice. It, it happened in June. We got a call from our coach, said that we needed to be back up to the university in, in a day. We used Madonna's private jet what? to fly down <laughs> to the White House, to Washington, D.C., because we couldn't get a, a plane yeah. to take us down and she was doing a concert in Syracuse at the time. <laughs> it's just a funny little side note. But yeah. we got to meet President Bush. Yeah. And oh, so cool. at the time, his vice president was Dan Quayle, and his kids played lacrosse. So they were, you know, they were oh, all excited. They were loving that. Yeah. So that was really exciting. And that's a, that's a memory to remember for a long time. Mm. That's huge. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah. Knowing what I know of your journey since, I mean, your life has been successful in the corporate world, now in the nonprofit and the church leadership world for, for many, many years. But um, in the cornerstones of so much of that success formed in, the, in what you went through and what you gave yourself to in those years in your sports background. I'd love to hear you talk about that. I love the, I don't know, the, the connection to that experience with Lockerbie and the, the, the reality of, of horrific tragedy there, uh, your compassion nurturing there with kind of your, the development of your faith and your mm -hmm. faith walk since, I don't know, I'd love to hear some of those yeah. high points. Yeah. It, it, when I was in college and during those years, I was not a follower of Christ. Yeah. Uh, I had very, almost no uh, knowledge or experience and didn't grow up in the church. Um, so it's only in hindsight that I'm able to look back on some of those kind of forming times in my life that I, I can make it make sense to me uh, at this point. And like I mentioned with Lockerbie, it, that trip was very impactful. And what I saw there was people just very raw and hurting and um, seemingly nowhere to go. Um, and at the time, I didn't have any real answers except for just to, you know, use lacrosse as a tool to engage and teach and just to have relationships. But working in the corporate world for a long time, I it was had this growing feeling, this this desire to do something with more meaning. Mm -hmm. And it was very much at the same time that I was introduced to Christ mm -hmm. um, through my wife's family. And it was just all brand new to me as really a 25 year old. And so I, I saw a lot of the answers, mm -hmm. the real answers to the 
condition of the hurting soul, the hurting humans, regardless of what the hurts come from or what the pain comes from, met, uh, of course, you and, and, and your wife and uh, got engaged and involved with just a, an awesome group of people um, who love Jesus mm-hmm. and who wanted to share Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, you know, just, I was invited to and able to come on staff mm-hmm. And, and I think some of the things through, through sports in Syracuse, you know, even, even the, the head hard hustle, whether you work in a church environment or um, a corporate environment, you know, you want to give your best to what is the most fulfilling uh, opportunity you possibly have, which is work for the Lord. Um, but you do it with your best. Um, you do it with all your heart. Um, and, you know, a lot of times you outwork people, you know, you, you outwork. You can say with your mouth what's important to you, but it's got to come out in your actions mm-hmm. and, and what you stand for and how you prepare and all those things like that. So it all comes together in a right, way. Right. Um, it's hard sometimes to, to identify mm-hmm. specifically, but I love it. I love it. And uh, any any kind of last thoughts for our our audience on the Stuff Matters the podcast? Yeah, I, it's just I appreciate being asked to be on mm-hmm. and. Um, it's exciting. It, it's exciting what's going on uh, with this stuff matters. The opportunity to be a part of Syracuse and to have an experience that might be encouraging or helpful to somebody else uh, is is great. Kirk, thank you so much yeah. for joining me. Thanks. Appreciate it. Well, I'm just super thankful for the opportunity to get to interview Kirk. I know you benefited from it. And I just would love to ask you, as we've been trying to build this movement, this revolution of souls and society, to take these episodes and whichever ones of them have some value to you and you think might have value to others. If you could, A, download it, that would be great. That uh, helps us on the whole data tracking that uh, can eventually lead to some monetization, which can help fund the whole nonprofit movement that we're a part of here. But B, share it get it out there. We want the messaging and we want the value of it to spread far and wide. We really do want to be a part of leading a a revolution of souls in society. And so I just want to uh, hit a couple last things here. Join us next Tuesday's episode that we will release will coincide with Valentine's Day. And so February 14th coming out, we're going to to do a, a standalone focus on the power of love. And I hope you will uh, be looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to that. And then even looking further ahead into March, March the 15th will be our next live lunch. So put it on your calendar. You can already uh, get your spot, reserve your ticket on our website, thisstuffmatters.net. And I'm just so thankful that you're a part of this revolution, this movement. Thanks for joining me, and I look forward to uh, being with you soon. This is Tom Gray, and This Stuff Matters. Mm-hmm.